This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of John Without any formal literary training, perhaps with even the most rudimentary of educations, this young John, a disciple apostle of Jesus Christ, penned the hallmark of the Gospels, the Everest of the New Testament. Filled with the glory of the living Savior, this letter now records also the shortcomings, the failures, and the humanity of its writer, as well as the other players involved in its pages. John was the simplest of men, but under the power of the one who walked with him for those three years, he was a son of thunder. He was, in his own eyes, the one whom Jesus loved. I think a title for which we all should desire, and we all could humbly claim. In his humanity, Jesus was a man of little worldly standing. He was neither rich nor powerful, nor in any way influential. Yet incredulously, he was the chosen form in which God manifested himself to a lost and a dying world. A poor carpenter's son from the nothing town of Nazareth, humility bore him as much as he bore it. It was and is the quintessential Cinderella story. Jesus would now enter stage right, stage right from nowhere. He would burst upon the scene to the now immortal words of John, the voice crying in the wilderness, Behold, the Lamb of God. Words which, no doubt, shook the very gates of hell and caused the demonic realm to quake. For thousands of years they had been awaiting his inevitable coming, and suddenly, there he was. Things would never again be the same. For the living redemption had arrived. No, not as an earthly king or a powerful ruler of men and nations, but as a simple man, if you will, standing on the shores of the Jordan River in sandals. Yet he would proceed to shake the foundations of all men, all that believed, and all that they held precious. A gentle radical who would now expose the emptiness of worldliness and the uselessness of the established religiosity. Powerful men would stand speechless at his words. Strong men would fall to their knees at his feet. Crowds would exalt him as a king. Soldiers would speak of his deity. He would be hated, and he would be loved. He would be glorified, and he would be crucified. He would live as a teacher, a healer, a servant, and he would die as a redeemer, a messiah, a savior. A king. He would run into the burning building to pull us to safety, only to die in the process. If this display was not enough to convince a man the second act, well, that was a triumph of the ages, a symphonic crescendo. Scripture itself records that over 500 witnesses as well as multiple secular historians give testimony that this carpenter's son 
this nondescript man from Nazareth, he would do the impossible, the unthinkable. This Jesus would actually beat death. And in doing so, he became the door for us to do the same. The record of John that lies before us is indeed the historical account of what occurred, but it is much more than that. For the book of John serves as the written manifesto of redemption, the how-to directions left by the Maker. Yet even in its glory, this book was not all Christ was or is, for even the writer acknowledges at its end, almost as an epilogue, that Jesus did so much more than recorded herein. In fact, by John's estimation, if one were to try to write down everything that had occurred, the world could not contain the books that would be written. Now that's a life lived in grand fullness. Yet ironically, Christ declared, as John records in, John four, in chapter 14, that anyone who lives in Christ can do and can live to an even greater and grander life than he lived because of the brevity of his earthly ministry. No, the book of John is not every word and act of Jesus. Because that book is still being written in, well, you and I are the authors. We are all playing a role in the epic movie called The Life and Ministry of Jesus Christ. The book of John has no doubt been the single greatest tool to bring humanity to the knowledge of God. It has been called the Holy of Holies of the New Testament. The King James Version Bible Commentary records the following. Matthew, who portrays Christ as the king, begins with the genealogy to prove his Davidic lineage. Mark, who portrays Christ as a servant, begins his gospel with the public activity of Christ as a servant. Luke, who emphasizes the humanity of Christ, begins his gospel with a lengthy description of the events that led up to the birth of Christ. John, who presents Christ as the Son of God, begins his gospel in eternity. Beginning now in chapter 1, we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Echoing now the opening of Genesis as well as the opening of time, John begins with the acknowledgement that Jesus did not begin in a manger in Nazareth. Rather, he was there from the beginning of creation. Now please note the word God back in Genesis 1.1 is Elohim, and that's the plural form of God. Then in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God speaks saying, quote, Let's make man in our image. Again, plural. Thus indeed, in the beginning was the Word. As far as time goes back, Jesus was there. Not at or from the beginning, but in the beginning. Meaning he was already there when it all started. Jesus, you see, was not created. He was given. Now whether we understand the fullness of this truth, Christ was with God, meaning he was there in God's presence as a separate and distinct personality, while at the same time he was God, meaning he was the very essence of God. 
He was and is the Word. Thus he is the very revelation of the deity. In the beginning was the Word. Now this is the Greek word logos. A logos means speaking, a message, or words. In a way, it seems Jesus would be the voice of God, longing to commune and to communicate with his creation. God sent his Son to be his voice on earth. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.